The government of Pakistan declared a national emergency this week as severe monsoonal flooding continued. Since June, the floods have claimed around 1,000 lives and the country's climate change minister says more than 30 million people have been affected. And if you feel like floods all over the world are getting worse, you're right. Atmospheric scientist Francis Davenport is a postdoctoral research fellow at Colorado State University, and she recently wrote in the conversation about why the world is seeing more record-breaking deluges and flash floods. Francis Davenport joins you now on Sunday Extra. Welcome, Francis. Thank you uh, for having me. I'm happy to be here. Uh, Francis, are extreme rain events getting more intense all around the world? Yes, they are. And this is um, a pretty uh, common uh, phenomenon that we're seeing around the world and that we expect associated with a warmer climate uh, and with climate change more generally. Uh, And the reason for this is what happens when the atmosphere itself gets warmer So warmer air can hold more moisture. Uh, About a 7% increase in atmospheric moisture capacity for every 1 degree Celsius increase in atmospheric temperature. Uh, And what that means when when the atmosphere can hold more water is that when all the other factors align to create a heavy rain event, there's already more water there. And that leads to a heavier rainfall event or a more extreme downpour than we might have seen in the past. And you've drilled down into how this plays out. So one of the factors that you've pinpointed as significant in colder mountainous regions is the relative amounts of, of snow and rain. Can you explain that for us a little bit and maybe tell us about the changes that you're seeing in places like the Yellowstone National Park? Yes, definitely. So what I just talked about, um, the heavier rainfall, that's something that's happening uh, around the globe, but in regions that have snow, we're seeing another effect. So this would particularly happen in cold regions or mountainous regions, uh, where historically in the winter, a lot of the precipitation would fall as snow, or at least snow at high latitudes and maybe rain, or sorry, snow at high elevations and maybe rain at lower elevations. But as the atmosphere gets warmer, more of that precipitation falls as rain instead of snow. And it turns out that that actually has um, and can have pretty big implications for flooding. And the reason for that is snow typically melts more slowly in the spring, sometimes even into the summer, uh, whereas rain can turn into runoff immediately uh, when the rain occurs. So that creates the potential for flooding in the winter in places um, that maybe didn't see flooding in the past. And uh, that can certainly play a role in places like Yellowstone, Um, mountainous regions of the United States, um, but mountainous regions in other parts of the world as well could be susceptible to this uh, transition from snow to rain. And I suppose that impacts on like human habits as well, because these events are happening at times where they're not expected. Exactly. Yeah. So this is um, something we might not be accustomed to in terms of the seasonality of, of when floods occur, where uh, in some of those locations, we're more used to the flooding happening during the snowmelt season, maybe in uh, the later spring or summer. And now there's the possibility for these floods at different times of the year. Do you have a sense, uh, Francis, of how quickly this process is intensifying, given the changes that we're seeing uh, in the climate? 
Um, well, what I mentioned before is that for every one degree um, Celsius increase in atmospheric temperature, we would uh, expect extreme rainfall, for example, to increase by about uh, 7% if it were to scale with the increases in atmospheric moisture. And we've already uh, experienced more than a degree Celsius of warming in the climate since um, earlier in our history. So uh, that just goes to show we've already uh, would expect maybe this 7% increase, if not more. So that's a pretty rapid uh, yeah. increase. Uh, and certainly just from our experiences, the number of record-breaking events in the past few years uh, in the news around the world certainly show that these changes have already started happening. On Sunday Extra, we're speaking with atmospheric scientist Francis Davenport, who's a postdoctoral research fellow at Colorado State University. Francis, you point out another perhaps less intuitive climate change effect on flooding that relates to something that seems a long way away from extreme rain, and that's <laughs> wildfires. Australia's certainly been experiencing both floods and wildfires with what seems like greater frequency and intensity. What's the connection between wildfires and flooding? Yeah, that's a great question. And so uh, one thing that happens after a wildfire is that um, there's less vegetation on the landscape and there are often changes to the soil. Um, and what that means is when it rains, um, there's a different runoff process. So instead of the rain infiltrating into the soil or into through the vegetation, uh, it can actually trigger mudslides or landslides more easily uh, than in the past. And so uh, what we see is that areas that have been burned or these burn scar areas can be very susceptible to landslides and flash flooding in ways um, that they were not in the past. And so there's a, a really um, important risk that people need to be aware of, particularly if they live near or are recreating near areas that have had recent wildfires, is that um, there's a pretty elevated chance of flash flooding during heavy rain in those places. And is that something that you're seeing in the U.S. more commonly now? Yes, definitely. So uh, where I am in Colorado, uh, in the past few years, we've had some of the largest wildfires on record here. Um, and both of those, uh, or, or many of those fire regions, uh, some of them right outside of where I live in Fort Collins, um, have seen landslides or mudslides over the past uh, few years because of this combination of wildfire followed by uh, a severe downpour. And unfortunately, there have been fatalities and, and lots of damage associated with those. So this is a very real uh, risk that we're experiencing here. Francis, I gather that a lot of your work involves using really uh, high-powered uh, computing to try and drill deeper into these climate trends. Could you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so uh, a lot of what we understand um, about the climate system and about future climate uh, is based off of um, very complex uh, climate model simulations that can run into the future. Uh, and these take into account all sorts of different processes in the atmosphere and in the land and ocean. But like you mentioned, they are very computationally uh, intensive to perform all of those calculations. Uh, another thing, though, uh, is we're increasingly using machine learning and other um, computational data science techniques to try to understand these processes as well. So 
computing is actually quite important for climate science in a variety of ways. Uh, tell us a bit more about that, that sort of deep learning aspect of your work. <laughs> yeah, so um, one of the things we're trying to do, for example, is to predict some of these uh, events um, further in advance so that we can perhaps adapt to them or create early warning systems or just so that governments can have more uh, opportunities to plan for these extreme events. Um, but this is a really difficult prediction task. And uh, so deep learning could help us make better predictions of these events uh, or try to understand um, what causes them. So that's one example of how we can try to make better predictions. Yeah, and presumably uh, the better predictions will help with engagement by what the populace generally, but also government authorities in terms of trying to get ahead of these flooding risks when they do occur. Yes, and knowing where um, emergency supplies and that sort of thing might be needed more in advance, perhaps that could, could help uh, mitigate some of the impacts. Well, it's been fascinating uh, hearing about your work, Francis Davenport. Thank you so much for speaking with us on Sunday Extra. Yeah, thank you again for having me. That's Francis Davenport, postdoctoral research fellow at Colorado State University. Francis's article in the conversation recently was headed, Climate change is making flooding worse. Three reasons the world is seeing more record-breaking deluges and flash floods. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.